You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's WWE Monday Night Raw After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's WWE Monday Night Raw After Show. Here we go. Because we all know apparently every intro was better with Guile Music from Street Fighter. <laughs> right. According to Kari. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to After Buzz WWE Main Event. We are brought to you by Bing Bingens for doing, and we are doing another WWE Main Event. Welcome, everybody. I am professional wrestling's voice of choice, Christian Rosenberg, holding down the fort, but of course, I'm not doing that alone. I got my the rest of my stable right That's over right. here. Um, the lovely Kari Takei hanging out here. Watch the one who guys. came up with the idea to play the Guile music. It never and gets old for me. Sonic Boom! <laughs> and I'm very excited that Cameron K. Cash took a break from sailing the seven seas to make it out here to return yeah. with us this evening. Whoa, 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 whoa. I got to say, I love sailing the boats on the seas. That's all I got to say about that. All right. Well, well, they already killed him on The Walking Dead, so. Uh. Well, there you go. Well, wel- welcome back, guys. We are here because we are talking about WWE main event for the week of March 13th, held in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And, you know, we're we're on that road to WrestleMania, just a little over three weeks away, really starting to build things up to it. Can I just say real quickly, I want to dedicate this show to a guy by the name of DC Does It. He gave me an amazing, heartfelt comment, and uh, I just want to say this one's for you, buddy. Do you want to share what that comment was? Yeah, uh, it was a, it was a flattering and uh, magnanimous comment, and I was quite humbled by it, and we'll just leave it at that. Okay. And... And that brought the Christian. <laughs> Cameron is very good in bed. There you go. That, that was the comment. That was Cameron's the comment. Very, you okay. damn right it was the comment. Is there, is there some AC in here, by the way? Yeah, it's getting hot in here. Just letting you know. All right. We got, we got the AC going because things are really heating up here. WWE mm-hmm. heading towards WrestleMania. We start things off with Ricardo Rodriguez introducing, as you actually see on the television right behind us as well. We got main event playing behind us. The world heavyweight champion, Alberto Del Rio, coming out on main event. Very exciting to see, you know, the World Heavyweight Champion yeah. show up yeah. on the show like main event. You can tell the kids super excited because, oh, D- Del Rio, like, he's the man. He's our champion. Yeah. We love him because he loves America because he says he was made in America. And he comes out. You see all the CCC posters. Del Rio's got a smile on his face because, you know, he wants to sh- show us something really, really funny. i got to say, this whole Made in America thing reminds me of WCW's old theme song for Hulk Hogan. He's a man. American Maid. Remember it starts off with that? <laughs> the beautiful singing styles of Cameron Cash. It was a horrible theme song, which is why I still love the real American, uh, whatever, the WWE version of that theme song. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we come back. 
and Del Rio's talking about something really made him laugh, and you know, and it's the fact that he was really happy that he's out here in Fort Wayne, Indiana, doing the cheap Mick Foley pop, just you know, trying to get more fans to you know be happy with him. But you know, he he saw something that he found very funny that he says Jack Swagger was saying, you know, one of those videos that him and Zeb have been posting online, and we cut to it, and it's the same exact video. That we have seen on last <laughs> week's SmackDown, <laughs> Raw this past Monday, and now tonight on Main Event. The little thing where Ricardo dresses up as Zeb, Del Rio dresses up as Swagger, where honestly, I at first, I didn't even recognize it was Del Rio. Yeah, it doesn't And like they're it. just talking about um, Mexican food. And the fact that, you know, WWE is all about be a star, anti-bullying, and they're pretty much making fun of Zeb Coulter's weight. Uh, so it's well, just like, oh, interesting from the you know really? the top baby face. Well, they're talking about all the food that they love eating. And, Ricardo's, only mean- and Ricardo's rubbing his belly while it's happening and all that. Yeah, but they also mentioned burritos, tacos, quesadillas, enchiladas. Not all those things make you fat. And pizza and french fries and all that. Well, oh. the promo did one thing for me, and that was make me hungry. Uh, yes. Right. I, I do kind of wish that Ricardo didn't... Um, forget the lose the accent it kind of felt like why is he so american all of a sudden i know that that's like the thing but i like the the shtick is his like his like well he's bilingual i know but i i I like just like del rio he might have been born across uh, american borders but he was made in america which is what del rio is all about that's right but you know after the after the video package rolls del rio is saying you know well you know, I got to get the business because, you know, I'm not just here to talk about Jack Swagger. And as soon as he does that, we are interrupted by the big show. And all of a sudden, we got an Elimination Chamber rematch right here on WWE Main Event. We're going to have Alberto Del Rio versus the big show. Cole and Miz start things out talking about how the big show was attacked by the Shield again on Raw with a triple powerbomb hit again during the big show Seth Rollins match. And. You know, all of a sudden, right from the get-go, though, Del Rio hits a backstabber early. Big Show rolls out of the ring, and, you know, Del Rio in control. But all of a sudden, here comes Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter just slowly, almost slithering-like. Slithering-like. That's what I was trying to say. Um, You know, like, Uh around the the Mm -hmm. stage area, of course, causing the distraction for Del Rio. Um, Real quick, before before we go on in this match, um, I know I talked last week about Miz being like you know the commentator I'm kind of curious as to why Michael Cole is doing this show as well only because they have so many commentators Mm -hmm. you know obviously Michael Cole and Lawler are on the flagship show they're on Raw Smackdown's mainly meant for Josh Matthews and JBL you know why not you know Scott Stanford or or Tony Dawson you know there are other play um, play by play guys you know give one of them I mean Tony Dawson just pretty much does NXT right now which is not on television um, and so I say give him main event, personally. You know, make it Tony Dawson and Miz if you're going to keep Miz there. This way you have a different play-by-play guy. Because right. eventually you have to build people up because eventually Michael Cole is going to retire. Like eventually JR retired and then they were in this whole dilemma of we don't have anybody to replace JR. Mm-hmm. And that's why JR still once in a while pops back in because they're still not 100% confident in all the replacements. So, you know, you got all these other shows now. And, of course, you got the wonderful world of the of YouTube, you know, bring things up. I don't know what's your thoughts Honestly, on I don't that. think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I mean, right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I think on an aesthetic level, Michael Cole kind of looks like the Miz's dad. So that might be like a very... Oh, come on. 
fun reason. I really hope the I know Miz that's hears really that one. Cheesy, but I they really do hope the Miz hears like, that one. I think so, but I mean, <laughs> of course, there are many different commentators that probably could fit the bill. Sure. I don't think the people watching are seeing a father and son connection as they hear the commentary. No, I'm not saying that that's why. I'm just saying like they're, I don't know, they look good together. But that's just a pure aesthetics thing. It has nothing to do with wrestling, really. Who knows? Anyway, back to the match. That was just my little sidetrack thing there. Back to the match. Crowd's getting, you know, behind Del Rio because all of a sudden we come back from the commercial when Swagger came out and Big Show is constantly working on Del Rio's arm, which is very different because it's normal Del Rio working mm-hmm. on the arm. So all of a sudden Big Show working on the arm could possibly prevent Del Rio from getting the full force of his cross arm breaker later on. So I thought an interesting strategy that we really haven't seen too much of uh, people use against Del Rio. Uh, let's see, you know, the crowd, like I said, getting behind Orio. He's fighting back. Uh, turns a powerbomb into a nice Horikarana. Big super super kick. But Big Show kicks out with authority. Big Show with a beautiful counter out of when Delrio tried to do the cross on breaker. Literally lift him up with one arm and threw him down mm-hmm. on the apron outside of the ring. And as Delrio's coming to, all of a sudden... The ref's, just, ref's talking to Big Show. Swagger runs down, gives a big chop block on Del Rio, noted on the knee that did not have the extra padding on it, the other knee, and Del Rio is unable to get to his feet before the count of 10. And once again, in a non-title match, although this time by count out, the champion loses. And again, you know, kind of similar to what I said last week with Sankara and Cesaro. When a champion loses, that person who defeats him should be in line for a title shot. But you already got this thing with Swagger and Del Rio. Why yeah. now suddenly have Big Show pull off a victory? You know, I've got to say two things to say about this, guys. First of all, the countout. What were the writers thinking? I mean, uh, the whole idea of a match ending in countout just makes me feel irate. It makes me feel, I want to vomit, man. Why? Because even the video game developers from the past will give you an extra 10 seconds. They'll give you 20 seconds to prevent the game from winning in a countout. I mean, it is the, by far the worst way to end a wrestling match. Think I, of something better, guys. I I don't agree with you at all on that one. I mean, it's I mean, I'm just if if Del Rio won, you know, by a count of someone on Big Show, or if you know, matching in a DQ, a Swagger attacking Del Rio would have made much more sense. Well, let me it, t- it doesn't make much sense for Del Rio losing by count out, but I mean, I don't see anything wrong with a count out match. Well, know, then like, if you have nothing wrong with a count out, imagine Cena versus Rock ending in a count out. You're gonna have trash thrown in the ring. I'd personally love it because I wouldn't expect it. Oh please! If it's something oh, unexpected, ah, if it's something unexpected, no if if it's something I wouldn't expect, then I love it more. That's why, like, anytime I do predictions, I hope I'm wrong. Do you realize how many people are paying to see WrestleMania 29, Cena versus Rock round two? Yes. How no I- one wants to see it end in a countout. Nobody. You'd be surprised. You would be very, very surprised. Well, um, well anyway, so that's how that match ends. Big Show wins by the countout. Del Rio having str- troubles getting to his feet. And you just see Swagger with, like, an evil grin standing on the stage with Zeb. Um, out of our, our your little five-star rating that we've been doing, I think I have a guess on what Cameron's rating is going to be for this one. But, Gary, uh, what do you think? I, I would give it a three. I don't think there was anything wrong with the count-out, personally. I wasn't expecting it. But the match was entertaining, and then the, the drop into the apron was cool. Swagger going in there, kind of adding a piece. It was fine. It was fine. Cameron? I want to hear what you got to say first, buddy. What I got to say? Yeah, what's your rating? All right. Well, I, I would personally, I would probably give this one, I would probably give it two and a half. Um, I like the distance. I like the crowd getting into it. Um, it just seemed a little 
personally a little sloppy in the ring for me. But obviously, you know, these guys have performed great matches before. So I don't know. Maybe it was just like a little bit of an of an off night. Maybe a little thrown off by the fact, hey, you know, they're putting a match of this caliber on main event. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would you know give you know probably you know. If we were doing in between a two and a half and a three, but I'll, I'll stick with a two and a half. Okay. Well, you could do always say two and three, four star. I could, but then we're getting Don't real complicate specific. things for me, please. A 2.87 star. <laughs> no, go ahead. What, what do you well, think, Well, I gave it a one and three, four stars. That's the way I... Uh, okay. I believe you can use quarter stars. <laughs> and uh, may I just... If it's okay with you guys... Uh, What's so funny, Mr. Rosenberg? No, that I'm just laughing because Steve is also laughing. <laughs> For those uh, watching at home, Steve is our—he's uh, our tech guy. He's amazing. Uh, but let me also, uh, if you guys don't mind, can I give you my WrestleMania prediction on uh, Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio? Uh, are we can, getting to that later? Well, I mean, we can. We can, yeah, we little prediction music. I mean, we can, <laughs> since Sal Rio and Swagger, we're talking about him right now. We can we can okay. bring it up. Obviously, again, you know, each week the prediction could very well change because we're still a little over three weeks away. But um, lay, lay it on me, Cameron. What you got? All right, folks. Well, I've been reading a lot about this. You know, uh, Figure Four Online saying uh, the storyline's not going well with WWT. Oh with, no, uh, dirt Zed sheet stuff. Or... No, bad. Well, I'm gonna <laughs> use it. I'll be the first ever host here on AfterBuzz to use the dirt sheets because hey, someone's got to do it, and I'm willing to take it. So, yeah, they say the figure four online saying the storyline's not going well at WWTV with Zeb Coulter and Jack Swagger. And, you know, I, I see it, too. There's a lack of jeers. And for Alberto Del Rio's storyline, there's a lack of cheers. And, folks, when you get this kind of match for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 29, I'm going to say this match is going to, my prediction is going to be, this is going to be the first match at WrestleMania. And not only that, we're going to have a big cataclysmic it's going to go intergalactic cosmos when these two wrestlers hit together. And then we're going to hear a silent yet deadly. But folks, and I think in Latin they call that a dud. That's what, what I think is going to be with the match. You, 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 either, you, you drank a lot of coffee and you just woke up on the wrong side of the bed today because all of a sudden you're just Mr. Negative, man. I'm not Mr. I mean, Negative. It could be, I love these wrestlers, it could very well say what that, that's what I think is going to happen. It could very well be the opening match. The last two years, the opener has been the World Heavyweight Championship match. So that's nothing out of the ordinary. last two pay-per-views, it's open with a World Heavyweight title match. That's nothing out of the ordinary. Hey, I never said that's a negative thing. It's just the opening match. That's my prediction. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I mean, I think it'll be a good... Uh, I think they're going to give it a good 15 to 20 minutes worth on the pay-per-view. I think it'll be a solid match. It'll be interesting to see how they work the ankle lock versus the cross arm breaker. Well, you know what? We're still a little few weeks away, so I don't want to give my, my official well, prediction on who's going to win yet. Let me just be but. quickly, quickly clear on this, that I believe it's going to be a fizzled-out match simply due to the fact that I don't believe they have established Alberto Del Rio enough as a fan favorite. Please okay. return at once. All right. Yep. Let's there get back go. to the show, guys. We'll do that for predictions. Thank you, Steve. All right. Yep. So we're coming back. Um, we come back from commercial. 3MB is hanging out in the ring. Um, we're going to get to see them. McIntyre all taped up. Um, you know, selling the effects that he took on Raw, taking World Strongest Slam after Shell Shock, after World Strongest Slam after Shell Shock over and over again. Definitely feeling the effects of that from Raw. Um, but we're, but he's still going to fight it out. He's still toughing it out. He's going to tag up with Heath Slater as they go in and take on the Usos. We were talking about last week about the wrestlers and their entrances. And we get the Usos' entrance. One of the, This is one of the most enjoyable entrances I love because they do this chant. And they're screaming so loud that they don't have the mic, but you hear them you know, like throughout the arena. And I think they're the lowest people on the card that actually have pyro. Because uh, so, they, they get the little pyro when they mm-hmm. enter, too. And... 
they're an actual legit tag team. And there are so many teams, and this has been going on for years, where you know they'll just pair different single guys up and are we're going to have you as a team for a while. The Usos are one of the few that's actually like a legit team. You never really see them work singles match unless for some reason one of them was injured. Right. So I want more of the Usos, and they're fantastic workers. Uh, you know, obviously the, the you know sons of uh, Rikishi, and I you know, and I thought you know they went ahead and. Started putting on a good match because Heath Slater and Drew McIntyre, I enjoy both of them too. Heath Slater, always entertaining. Um, Usos actually kind of mocked Slater early on in the match, which kind of threw me off again because, all right, Usos are the babyface. Why are they doing a mocking type thing, you know, that's not really meant for them? But um, Cole and Miz, while this match is going on, are talking about who is more powerful, Ryback or Mark Henry? Because, you know, kind of pushing... You know, this interaction that they had because we're watching Drew McIntyre and every time he did anything in a match, he's, you know, holding the ribs or holding his mm, back. Yep, Definitely yep. doing a great job um, great job selling great the psychology. onslaught that, that he had. Um, Slater goes for a variation of his Dudley, of a Dudley dog where he, like, gets him set for a bulldog and runs up over the ropes, but it's countered by a backdrop. Usos make the hot tag. We get a big Samoan drop. Huge um, kick to the skull on Slater from the outside at this point because he also made a tag to McIntyre. Um, and then super kick to McIntyre, which is followed up by the Usos hitting the big splash, which was made famous by the head shrinkers. Rikishi back when he first started in WWE. And the Usos pick up a nice win on main event. I gotta say, I'm digging the Usos, and uh, just to just to tell our fans that song that they chant at the beginning when they come out is called the the Sivatau. It's a war dance, Samoan war dance, and it gets them invo- emotionally invested in that match. And uh, I really dig their entrance. I dig their entrance. And I want to see more of them on Raw and SmackDown as well. Like it's weird for like a few weeks, we'll suddenly start seeing them, and then they'll vanish again, and then they'll reappear again because they've been around for. I want to say at least three years now. Well, sadly, my prediction is they might vanish again because it was recently reported today that Jumi Uso was arrested for a DUI yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, well, Swagger was too, yeah. but obviously yeah. nothing happened to him. So Seems we'll like see. there's a new standard. Cara, what did you think of the match? Uh, I enjoyed it. I The splash at the end, it would have been a little cooler, in my opinion, if the guy didn't climb up his brother and jump from the rope maybe on his shoulders that would have been kind of cooler but I liked it I like the Usos they have personality love the intro and that was you know it was a good match should I rate it now or go for it why not Yeah, I would give it a three and a half Cameron I gotta say uh, two and one four stars you are just really tough you just said you enjoyed <laughs> it and you're still giving it hey, like a two and one four star is a great rating folks for me to get into the three star level it's gotta be memorable for me I gotta remember it you know a few weeks from now I, I personally give it uh, three stars. I enjoyed it. It was a fun tag team match. I like both. I like 3MB a lot. I want to see more of them. I want to see more of the Usos. Um, like to see them more on Raw. Could have gone a little longer. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, they do have the only time constraints because we have a lot of recaps for the end of the show for all the big things that happen on Raw. So it made sense for the time limit. But I enjoyed it. It was a yeah. fun It was a fun tag team match with two actual tag teams. Yeah. So um, I enjoyed I, it. I just want to say disclaimer is when I rate this, I'm rating on main event. I'm not comparing it to other matches in the whole uh, wrestling world because obviously Raw has more time. SmackDown will have more time. WrestleMania has, I mean, excuse me, uh, main event will only have like one, uh, two to three matches. So... I'm just giving a strict 
Oh yeah, don't worry about it. We we get it. I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys know. That's yeah, all right. Like, you know, I it's all right. It. You know, letting you know letting the fans know about you know your your rating and you know your comments on it. And you know where else the fans can do their ratings and their comments by going to iTunes. You can check us Absolutely. out on iTunes. Make sure you give us a five star rating. We're off to a great start. You know, we've, there's only episode number two, but we're we're flying over there on iTunes. Leave a good comment as well, as well as comment the YouTube page as well. And make sure the most important thing: tell a friend. Tell a mom, tell a dad, tell a sister, tell a brother, tell your dog. You know, tell people to get on, watch it, listen to it, and help spread the good word. Because AfterBuzz has now a third WWE show, and that's this one. That's and you know what? We should make the third one the number one one. Um, that's right. I also want to give a shout out to the lady and gentleman's chatting with us tonight. We oh, have go for Osama, it. Ryan Wilson, and Chris Mingle. You guys are always entertaining. Thank you, you for tweeting. You know, Osama actually tweeted me earlier <laughs> today because she's out in um, Osama's out in Saudi Arabia. Um, oh. Checking in with us, so I think that's very yeah. cool. We are worldwide, Cameron. Uh, for the folks at home, uh, are we referring to Osama bin Laden or Osama somebody else? We are referring we to are a WWE fanatic and a fan of AfterBuzz oh. with the Twitter handle well, of Osama. It, it might not be her, but she's still pretty. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense because <laughs> I think they killed Bin Laden. <laughs> Either way, go to iTunes and give us five and one fourth stars. Yes, that's so if, right. if, if you can possibly that's add right. an extra fourth star to it, do it. We come back to we come back to main event. We get a video recap that aired during Raw between Cena and the Rock. The video package that they aired, and we have that video package again here on main event. You know this this uh-huh. video package. The whole time I'm watching it, I'm just thinking it's making Cena try to look like this never can do anything wrong saint, and the Rock for beating him um, last year at WrestleMania is such a villain. He's the reason that Cena was attacked by Lesnar. He's the reason he lost to Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler. He's the reason that TMZ reported that he um, got a divorce. I mean, apparently The Rock is to blame for all of this stuff for Cena, and he can redeem himself at WrestleMania by defeating him. I, I mean, I just think they're they're pushing a little too much to try to make Cena seem like, you know, there's only so much that he can take. And, and they're making Rock sound like a bad guy, which he's not. You're saying like they're throwing a pity party on John Cena? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I I think um, seeing these uh, promos with Cena and Rock, I kind of wish they would talk more about the championship itself instead of like how he's feeling. Yeah, yeah. Reminder, the WWE title's on the line in this match. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they like barely touched on that at all. You know, the Rock switched off his belt and made it completely, you know, renewed it. And Which I love. Yeah, I yeah, love that too. belt. But there's no talk about the mm-hmm. champ- championship, really. Well, they did show it in the montage, the new belt. They showed it. They don't. They're not talking about the title. Right. They're, they're talking about the pains and the woes. It's, and it, the, yeah. It, it, it's not. For some reason, this is not about Cena winning the WWE title. It's about Cena in redemption. When WrestleMania, the main event of it, you want the biggest prize in the game, which is the WWE Championship. So, I mean, that that should take precedent over anything else. Well, as I said last week on a main event show uh, of our main event show, that that uh, they're trying to make Cena look as real as possible. And you know, uh, I was actually quite surprised they used the pictures of the from TMZ on his divorce. Even I was reading Jr.'s Barbecue.com blog, and he even he, good old Jr. was surprised that they used it. And again, I think uh, yeah, they're trying to create that pity, but also they're trying to make him really uh, relatable to the rest of the American population. And don't forget, we got a high divorce rate. In this I country. mean, I think they've been doing that ever since he's been around. 
he he is like I mean he's the face of the WWE there's yeah. no question about it and obviously any little thing that any you know top tier guy does especially Cena is going to get reported by somebody it's just why use why use this for WrestleMania when it should be about the WWE title that's just my beef with it that's like did head on nail right there for me what did you guys think of The Rock and Cena not being on Raw I thought it was fine because they were used it to build up the CM Punk Undertaker yep. stuff, which we're going to get to a little later. So I really, honestly, did not have any problem with it. Um, all of a sudden, when we finish that video recap, we get another one back on Raw scene. Brock Lesnar come out during the New Age Outlaws World Scholars Tag Team match where Lesnar just laid out Billy Gunn and Road Dog F5 on both of them. Heyman mentions that Brock Lesnar will f- indeed fight Triple H at WrestleMania but only if he agrees to a stipulation of their choosing, which he won't find out until after he signs the contract. So I like to say from last week on what I said about this, I get partial credit. Because uh, I said he would say no unless for somebody said yes, unless something. But, that's, but you know, be interesting to see what type of stipulation they're going to come up with. Well, you know, there was some word actually that there was going to be an MMA-style match for this stipulation. But uh, I believe it was uh, Figure Four Online that said that there's not going to be any MMA match. Match as a stipulation. Well, well, as as pointed out on the Buzzing After Raw show, the UFC has all the rights to octagon and to octagon cages, so they would not be able to do a UFC style. It have to be a completely different shape, if anything. So, I mean, I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's going to be some type of, you know, absolute, maybe like a last man standing, you know, like a no rule style match, but also have some type of stipulation, maybe that has Triple H, like you know, has to surrender the right of being COO or something of that nature. Also, seeing is. Well, did you have something to say? No, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Also seeing as you have classi- classified me as uh, the dirt cheap guy, if you want to just use that as a negative term. I don't <laughs> Cameron, think it's a the dirt cheap cash. I don't think it's a negative term at all. I think I'm it's not great saying it's for a the fans to be as knowledgeable as possible. Nevertheless, a little quick spoiler here. Cut off the video if you don't want to hear this. But no spoilers. spoilers. No. Are you going to spoil SmackDown for people? Is that what you're no, going to do? No, I'm not going to spoil Okay, because I don't want you to. Spoiler alert. Is that okay if I say it? Go for it. Okay. According to Wrestling Observer, Triple H might actually win this match at WrestleMania because, uh, you know, he uh, don't forget Brock Lesnar beat him at SummerSlam 2012, broke his arm twice, and even broke Shawn Michaels' arm, and they're even saying maybe Shawn Michaels will even be at WrestleMania as well. This is more of a prediction. It's more of a prediction than a spoiler. Well, that... They well, said might. Well, it's pretty much leaning toward yes. <laughs> Well, we'll wait and see with that one. I think that one's definitely going to be a hard hit. And you're not going to see moonsaults in that match. It's just going to be hardened <laughs> brawl, weapons. I would not be surprised if we see blood, um, you know, on the very rare occasion that WWE has that. Well, he was cut hard way there, though. Um, you know, he, but who knows? We'll, we'll see. We also, you know, find out that this Friday, we were talking about Ryback and Mark Henry earlier, but they're actually going to go one-on-one on SmackDown. Which to me makes no sense if they're starting to try to build us up for a potential WrestleMania match. You know, who knows? Like, maybe something's going to happen in the match. Obviously, we'll have to tune in and see. And our, you know, cool After Buzz SmackDown guys, they'll go over all that mm-hmm. on um, when they're on, on Sunday. I uh, believe yeah, that's when the SmackDown After Buzz airs. All of a sudden, though, we come back to the action at main event. Justin Gabriel already in the ring. Way Bear comes out. Intercontinental Champion comes out this week in his jacket with a rose. One week he has the jacket, the next week he doesn't, the following week he does, the following week he doesn't. He really needs to pick on what he's going to wear to the ring. Why does he got to pick it? 
But Why? <laughs> wait a second. I think that jacket with the rose kind of makes him look pretty hot, uh, you know, for uh, whatever floats his boat. Uh, no, I no, I, I like the jacket. I think the jacket suits him very well for the entrance. It's just like one week, I'll have a jacket. Next week, he'll just wear his T-shirt. Next week, he won't have either. Hey, who cares, man? He's human. Yeah, what do you think, though? I want to know what you think because uh, well, I think it makes him look pretty good. Uh, what, what, are you, what are your thoughts I mean, on the jacket and the flower? I, I honestly don't have an opinion on his outfit. I mean, it's fine with or without the jacket. It's, it's just a jacket. <laughs> it's just a jacket. Yeah, let's move forward. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Gabriel lowering ring, like I said, Bear comes out. We're going to have former Nexus members battle out here and our main event of main event. Um, Miz, obviously just giving Barrett a cold stare because on Monday Night Raw, we know it's going to be the Miz versus Chris Jericho versus Wade Barrett in a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title. We'll see what happens with that, but again, it's, I feel it's continuing to build up for this Miz versus Wade Barrett WrestleMania yeah, match. I, I'm with you there. I think uh, the prediction is there, uh, but Wait, oh, we'll, oh, I, don't, I don't agree with that prediction. Okay, and uh, <laughs> okay. specifically because I've been doing a lot of research on this, guys. Uh, you know, Wrestling Observer has been hinting toward a possible match with Chris Jericho and Fandango at WrestleMania. It's possible. Usually, Wrestling Observer is pretty much right. Uh, sure, but, but we said Miz and Barrett, so Jericho has nothing to do with it. Uh, actually, it does because uh, what I'm thinking here is that with the Miz and Barrett match, at, uh, if that's going to be at WrestleMania, it's probably going to be for the Intercontinental Title. And don't forget, next week on Raw, we're going to see that Triple Threat match with the Miz, Wade Barrett, and Jericho. Which I'm estimating first that Jericho's going to win that match and win the Intercontinental Title for the tenth time. That's that, my guess. And you're thinking that Fandango's going to battle. And as a result, Chris Jericho will will battle Fandango for the IC Title. That's my guess. Could be totally wrong, but based we on we just what need I'm a prediction to. music going throughout this show today because you're, you're just <laughs> predicting things left and right. Well, again, Raw. We'll see what happens with that triple threat match. But anyway, back to this match. We got, you know, Gabriel starting out really showing his quickness. And it's a shame that you don't see it often because Justin Gabriel is a very talented mm-hmm. athlete and, you know, should get a little more time than he does. He's fabulous. He starts with quick, a, bunch of, a bunch of kicks, a springboard, close on off the second rope. Barrett, though, trips up, trips up Gabriel and then takes in control with that big boot while Gabriel's holding on to, like, the ropes along the apron, a signature Wade Barrett move. I love it. Just, just seems very punishing. Very, very good. A big series of kicks, though, once Gabriel showing some fight coming back. Gets a beautiful one to the face, but Barrett responds with a kick of his own into the chest, even though Michael Cole said it was in the jaw. It was right in the chest, and when Gabriel holds the chest, you kind of know that. It's all right. Um, And then Wade Barrett winding up, going for that bull hammer. Justin Gabriel ducks. To his credit, hops off the second rope and then runs right into it. Probably the most devastating bull hammer I have seen yet. And Wade Barrett, hey, a champion won a match. That How was about the, that? That was the most beautiful bull hammer I've ever seen by Wade Barrett. That was fantastic. Fantastic. How he gets him right in midair. It was it was really great to see. It, it reminds me of a um, you know, years ago there was a match, um, if you remember Rhino with his gore. Oh yeah. And you know, obviously the goal always looked devastating, and he did a match with Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy jumped off the second rope and got gored in midair, and it was the most devastating goal I've ever seen. And like this was the most devastating bull hammer that I remember um, seeing since Wade Barrett has started doing the move. I really enjoyed the match, and I thought it really helped um, push, you know, the match on Monday Night Raw between Barrett, Miz, and Jericho quite mm-hmm. a bit, and of course, an ending with um, Barrett stepping out of the ring, holding his title, standing face to face with the Miz. <laughs> Corey, what did you think? I liked it. Um, can I rate it? 
go, go right ahead. I will also give that one a three. A three, okay. Um, I enjoyed the match. I liked the bull handle, and I bull hammer, bull hammer, hammer. Excuse uh, me. No worries. And it was good. I just liked it. Cool, Cameron. Two and one, four stars, guys. Two and one, four stars. Okay. I also give it a three. I agree with you. I thought it was a good competitive match. I thought we saw a lot out of Justin Gabriel. Um, again, you know, obviously due to the time constraints, you know, the, you know, couldn't go. Yeah, if it went maybe like two minutes longer, I think I would have pushed it up to you know three and a half or so. But obviously yeah. time constraints. Um, exactly. But I thought it was a very entertaining match and interesting. I'm actually kind of surprised. I don't think they really mentioned anything about Nexus when they were wrestling each other because they couldn't make the comments of how they know each other so well since they came up in NXT together, formed a Nexus together, and all that. But overall, I thought it was a very entertaining match, and um, you know, and I want I want more Justin Gabriel. You know, hope maybe you know hopefully he'll you know be able to talk soon or get yeah. maybe turn maybe make him make a heel turn turn someone have him have a manager who can talk for him because he has the skills to you know to definitely you know provide quality matches I'm looking forward to it myself you and then from there we go we take a look second week in a row we see a red carpet premiere on WWE main event, but this week it's for the call, starring Halle Berry, Abigail Breslin, and David Otunga, the Harvard Law graduate with a perfect, with a perfect record. Um, whenever he's an attorney at law, <laughs> not so much when he wrestles. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I thought this little segment, you know, plugging the movie was good. We saw clips of the movie. We heard a lot of interviews. Otunga, unlike Barrett and his, we see Otunga speak. We see him actually having like a, a you know, a decent role in mm-hmm. this movie. Um, I mean, it looks like a good, you know, a good thriller type of movie. Do we really need to talk about this? We may as well just talk about. Oh, well, it's part of the that. show, right? We're talking yeah, about the show. I mean, it's, it's part, like a, it was like a commercial, but it's part of wrestling. Like right now, we've got the Miz, we've got Wade Barrett, we've got Atunga. They're all doing movies. We should talk about it. Absolutely. Okay. And you know, uh, speaking of movies, I know I was with you last week. Did you get a chance by chance to go see Adventures of Zero Buddy starring uh, a, a I good saw Marie Minutos? I saw it twice actually. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. Excellent. I thought it was, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I believe there's one more day right now where it's running across the country. So folks, go to AdventuresOfSilverBuddies.com. Make sure you check this movie out. There's only one more day left in theaters, and then from there, it's going to be going on Blu-ray and DVD. And I can't wait to see you know, all the bonus features and all that. I'm sh- with um, with with the cast in there, I'm sure there are plenty of funny bloopers as well. I had a chance to meet the cast. These guys are really talented, and uh, I was even talking with them. There's even a good chance a few weeks from now, uh, upon the uh, the release on the internet, we might we might get them for an interview. So. That'd be awesome. We'll, we'll wait and see. We'll keep you guys posted on that. And then we we finish off WWE main event with a recap of pretty much what Monday Night Raw was all about. Um, you know the memoriam, mm-hmm. like the tribute for Paul Bearer, um, which you know obviously we touched on at the end of the show last week. But I thought you know between you know Paul Bearer, Undertaker, Kane, and CM Punk, I thought it was so well done. You know they they. In a way, kind of, I'm sure with permission from the family, I would at least I would hope so, you know, to use like it and a storyline type idea, but they did it very classy yep. and they mm-hmm. touch base throughout the show. You had the, you know, the tribute vignettes, vignettes, excuse me, uh, on Paul Bearer. You had the whole urn. You had Kane get a main event. All of a sudden, Kane turned into a monster again this week. It was great. Yeah. Kane yeah. was who he was when he was managed by yeah. Paul Bearer. And I thought it was really a real positive. 
kind of it almost looked like it was focused more around Kane than Undertaker because being you know Paul Bearer was Kane's father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, and you know, Kane pick up the win at the end, and then CM Punk stealing the urn just adds so much fuel. And we got to think between the two of them on Raw, there really wasn't a lot said, but so much was done, and all of a sudden from one Raw, Punk and Undertaker is, in my opinion, a bigger draw than Cena Rock. Well done to the writers. I got to say, this was magnificently done. I got goosebumps in the beginning with the Undertaker doing his salute, and then seeing the CM Punk suddenly take over the Titan Tron. And uh, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, even uh, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned about uh, if they got permission from Paul Bear. There was actually a report by PW Insider that his sons Michael and David were, or Michael and Daniel, sorry, were actually at the show. And uh, a lot of people were wondering if this was a good idea to include him in a storyline this quickly. It hasn't even been a week uh, since William Moody, a.k.a. Paul Bear's passing. And JR said on his, on his blog, JR's Barbecue, that, um, that hey, uh, I knew William Moody really well, and I think he would have loved being included in a storyline uh, that connects to WrestleMania. So, hey. Was it, what, did, what did you think? I, I'm with you. I really liked it. I really thought I was happy that they put it on main event again, a review of what happened in Raw. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very tasteful. Yes. Considering, you know, what everything that's happened. And I thought seeing Kane and his, like, anger with Undertaker, it was, just, it was perfect. It was, it, was, it was an excellent moment, and it's just really interesting to see how how it's going to go from here is all of a sudden on Raw is CM Punk going to come out with the urn is somehow the urn going to mm-hmm. be involved in their Wrestlemania match I mean I was you know we were talking last week obviously about about the streak and you know we we're saying you know the, the streak you know there's you know like no way that it could possibly end but if anybody can make us believe that it could and talking CM Punk and Paul Heyman yeah. and CM Punk barely spoke on Raw but his actions all of a sudden made us just like Whoa! Wait, he has he has the urn. He has the Undertaker's yep. power. Yeah. That's where the Undertaker. That's how the Undertaker thrives off the urn. If he destroys the urn, the Undertaker's powerless. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. Also, as like w- waiting for WrestleMania, I'm anticipating that match more than the Cena Rock match at this point. Well, don't forget the reason why the Rock and Cena weren't at Raw. The Rock was in South Korea promoting his new GI Joe movie, and uh, there was a report, I believe, according to. Uh, well, they didn't You've been really doing a lot of reports. <laughs> well, look, uh, uh, real quick lots here. of reports, yeah. man. But they, I don't think they we're really... all here just talking about the shows that we watch on I TV. Mean, yeah. all... Well, hey, uh, people, people want to know what's going on. This is an after show; it's not the actual show again. Uh, but uh, real quick, yeah, there was a report uh, that uh, the reason why they didn't put Cena on the show would make Cena look weak, according to PW Insider, because The Rock wasn't even on Raw, so they just gave him ample opportunity to put a lot of focus on the Undertaker CM Punk match. Well, I, I think that. That you know they didn't really need Cena or Rock. I mean, they keep doing promos of them anyway. There, there's no need for them to argue and, right now. No, and that's all w- they're doing. And it was yeah, it was perfectly fine that they weren't there for it this week. I yeah. mean, you know, next week we'll have more of it. We're going to have more with Triple H, Brock Lesnar, and you know. But also, it's a matter of you know we need we need to know the rest of this card. Yeah, we need I to mean, know the rest. Of, I mean, we pretty much up. know like three matches or so, and there's about three weeks left. A little over three three uh, three Raws left. Yeah. So we really need to see because we let's see we got Rock Cena. We got Triple H Lesnar. We got Taker Punk. Alberto Del Rio versus Swagger. Del Rio and Swagger. So there's four. Those are, those, are, those are really the only ones that have officially been announced as of this point. Right. And, you know, WrestleMania usually has eight to ten matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in, including 
you know, the pre-show as well. You know, there'll be probably at least one match in the pre-show. So you're thinking, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, maybe even 12 matches. And you got three weeks to get all right. Hopefully, yep. you know, in SmackDown, we see some more things, you know, getting set up. They have a lot to catch up on. You know, don't forget about that WrestleMania bonus. A lot of these wrestlers really want to make it to WrestleMania. And uh, there was even you some get a, You get a big payday when you work WrestleMania. And there was some talk mm. that people were upset that Rock wasn't there. Well, of course the yeah. fans in attendance would be upset. No, 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 no. His co-workers, his wrestlers, his fellow wrestlers. There was a report of that. So, uh, well, that's been going sense. on since he came back because he's done a full-time schedule. But uh, who knows? Um, a- Adrian um, from the chat is saying yes. that five tag teams have been at, a five tag team has been added: Shield versus Ryback, Big Show, and Orton. He thinks. Say that, say that one more time. Shield versus Ryback, Big Show, and Orton. No, oh, okay. No. The six, the six. Well, that would make sense. Oh. You know, being you know how they've been you know put in um, you know in the last few weeks with Sheamus and Orton feuding with the Shield and Big Show being attacked by them. That would make sense. You know, maybe on SmackDown we'll get the you know I don't know if maybe that's officially been announced and it'll be airing on SmackDown or or what, but we shall see. Yeah, so we'll far, see. I think the matches we said were the, are the only the official ones, but but that's a good chance. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously that one makes sense because it's it's been built up, but we'll we'll wait and see on that. But and guys, that that pretty much wraps up main event for the week of March 13th. Um, overall, I thought it was a very meh show. I mean, there were a few, like, you know, entertaining matches. Obviously, you know, heading up to WrestleMania, there are going to be a lot more recaps, which makes sense because we're preparing for the biggest event of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's definitely, you know, if if you somehow miss Raw, well, first off, if you miss Raw, then you should tune into the buzzing after Raw, after Buzz. Mm-hmm. But... And just do it to begin with anyway, as well as our show, because we're awesome. That's right. But, but you know, it's going to be a lot of, like, you know, for the build-up heading into WrestleMania. You know, we'll have these a few matches, and they're nice, you know, quality, little entertaining matches. I don't think the, I don't think the overall quality of these matches were as entertaining as last week. Yeah. But, you know, they were, the Barrett-Gabriel match I thought was solid. The Uso 3MB match I thought also thought was solid. So, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see how, how it goes from there. What were your thoughts on the show? I think that um, what I've noticed, uh, at least on this particular episode, was that it was a lot more focused on the individual rather than, like, the match itself. You know, like, the Usos. I I was more, like, entertained by them rather than, well, I was entertained by the match. But as as characters, it was kind of like main event is a nice place to get them to build their character. And that's what I realized, I mean, noticed in this episode, particularly. You know, it was an okay show. I mean, I don't expect a whole lot from WWE Main Event, although I would really hope they would put more effort into the show. But hey, you know, it's more of a less, uh, it's a recap of what happened on Raw. And also, of course, they add in those three matches. And uh, hey, it was good wrestling tonight. It was good. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Corey, how can, how can the fans interact with you and where can we see you next? Well, um, before we do that, do you want to do a shout out about the... Oh, I almost forgot. You're right. Shout out because we got a big, big thing coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, the Sunday WrestleMania, if you're in the L.A. area, and you know, because you're not going to New York, it's completely sold out for WrestleMania. Not able to go. Well, we have the next best thing because at the John Lovitz Comedy Club in Universal City, at the Universal Studios uh, City Walk, uh, Universal City, California, they're kind enough to host us having WrestleMania there. Huge, you know, huge screen TV, mm-hmm. great food, you know, good drinks. It is open all ages. Obviously, if you're under 21, you won't be able to get, you know, the adult beverages. But, you know, it's going to be a real fun time. And then afterwards, we're going to have, you know, a big WrestleMania After Buzz special with the guys from Buzzing After Raw. 
Um, I, I believe you know. I'm. I think I'm going to be a part of that as well. Should, you know, I think you, I think you guys might be a part. Oh, too. really? You guys are both a part of it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You might be too. Who knows? It's going to hey. be a great time, and there's going to be a lot of people. When we want people to attend this event because we want that place packed. So it'd be very important, guys. Come on out. Yeah. There, I mean, what better way? What better way? If you're not actually there in person, what better way than be there with literally hundreds of other wrestling fans that are here there to watch some great wrestling you know even if you're in nevada or arizona you could take that road mm-hmm. trip and have a blast at wrestlemania weekend because wrestlemania weekend everyone takes it off it's like the super bowl come on i'm already excited about wrestlemania how exciting would it be to be talking about this with fans watching the show with fans it would just be phenomenal so join I, us i'm ecstatic so is this going to be an after show or pre-show or? it's going to be it would be after buzz after buzz live at the John Lovitz Comedy Club. So, so is it going to be m- during WrestleMania? It'll be though? after it. After, after WrestleMania. Hence after Buzz. Because I also heard uh, <laughs> there's going to be a, actually a YouTube uh, WWE pre-show for WrestleMania. Right, the pre-show like, like they've been doing for out. several p- uh, pay-per-views. So, you know, we'll see. We'll probably be watching it there as well. So, um, but yeah, but, you know, uh, Corey, how, how can people reach you? Uh, in the meantime, please reach me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S. Cameron. Guys. Cameron, the dirt sheet cash. How can they reach you? Hey, the dirt sheet has a negative connotation. I just like to give you guys a wealth of amazing information. I know some people might not agree. But, hey, you can follow me at Twitter, L-A-X-P-O-S-E-D. No E before the X. It's L-A Exposed. There you go. And I'm Christian Roseberg. You can follow me on Twitter, at C-Rosie-V-O-C. On behalf of everybody here, thank you all so much for watching. We will see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.